Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moe here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Max Fergus, CEO and co-founder of Loom. Max, thanks so much for coming on the show. Absolutely, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate you taking the time. Sure thing. First off, for some of our listeners who may be unfamiliar with your platform, can you just talk about what is Loom to start us off? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, You know, in short, really, Loom is the I like to say it's the future of the creator economy for the music industry. Um, you know, I'm a, a big believer that, you know, 10 years from now, um, not just online content creators, uh, you know, are going to be monetizing their businesses, but that almost everybody is going to eventually be monetizing their brand, uh, you know, niche skill sets, hobbies, um, you know, online because of ultimately the technology, right? Everybody is their own Shopify, if you will. Um, you know, so I think we're early in that evolution. Um, you know, we've seen it now with Twitch and esports gamers, right? We've seen it with OnlyFans and influencers and models and cameo and celebrities. Um, but we haven't seen it yet for music. And I believe that music is potentially the biggest, you know, creator economy, um, you know, industry in the world, right? Millions of ex- extremely talented musicians that need to find new ways, um, you know, to engage. Uh, and monetize fans by giving them really cool and unique experiences that maybe they can't because of COVID or, you know, a number of other factors. And so Loom is a platform that ultimately just brings fans and artists closer together by giving artists tools to really be able to do that. Excellent. I know that your company was founded in 2018. I'm hoping you can kind of talk a bit about what your journey has been like since then, how things changed for you, and also what kind of growth have you seen in the past few years, both in your music music creator base as well as on the user side. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, you know, I was still in school in 2018, um, you know, and that was where we started Loom, was actually out of UW-Madison. Um, I really started committing to the company full-time after I graduated, uh, chose to forego a, another job offer in favor of, you know, being an operator and an entrepreneur. Um, you know, fast forward to really 2019, about two years ago, um, we launched uh, our first application, our, our iOS app. Um, you know, really only six months after we launched our iOS app, COVID hit, you know, and that was really a really interesting time for our business because it came right at the same time that Loom became the first music streaming service in the U.S. to allow for direct to artist uh, financial support and monetary support on the same platform where fans were already streaming these artists' music. Um, you know, we quickly became Apple's app of the day because of that, um, you know, and kind of fast forward again to really the beginning of this past year, we finally launched all three of our platforms, Android, iOS, uh, and web. Um, and since then, it's definitely been a pretty wild ride. Um, you know, I, I like to say that that Loom is still a, a great hidden secret. It's getting a little bit harder to be hidden now for sure. Um, we now have over uh, 200,000 musicians uh, in the U.S. on Loom. Um, and I think in terms of other, you know, exciting kind of KPIs or, 
you know, growth or traction statements. I think by far the two that I would highlight the most are the fact that right now artists on Loom are earning more per stream than every other U.S. music streaming service. Um, I think that goes to show the, the scale of the musicians that we've been able to get onto the platform. Um, and also just, you know, if, I, if there was ever one place I would direct people to really understand what Loom is all about, um, it's even on the App Store. You know, I, I Loom is now one of the, the, the highest rated uh, music apps um, on both iOS uh, and Android. Um, and I think it just goes to show the, the brand and the community that we've really been able to build showing musicians and fans, um, you know, that there's a better potential future for music out there, at least as it relates to the artist and fan relationship. So definitely a lot of exciting things over the course of the last year, um, you know, but we still have a long way to go. Great. Well, congrats on that growth already. And I, I wish you luck with that, that could, that journey forward. My next question is a bit broader, but it gets at some of the things you've been talking about already. I'm interested in your perspective on how the music industry has been changing in recent years and what that means for some of these musicians that are out there trying to make a living. What does the rise of things like, you know, music streaming services, the whole role of social media, mm-hmm. With that in mind, I'm curious, what are some of the challenges and opportunities facing musicians nowadays who are, who are out there trying to make a name for themselves? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing I would say is that it is a very exciting time to be a musician. Um, you know, there's multiple issues that musicians like any, you know, content creator really faces. But with that being said, you know, it's never been easier to get your music out there as a musician right now. Um, and every platform actually does serve a really important purpose. Um, you know, TikTok for artist discovery and, you know, Spotify for, you know, really established musicians, um, you know, some that are even getting started social media, right? And, and, and ultimately, Loom is just at the intersection of all of those different platforms. Um, because by far the biggest issue that musicians currently face is the ability to monetize, right? We've you know, over the course of the last 10 years, you know, you hear a lot of people say it all the time, right? We've devalued music because it's so, it's so free. It's so readily available. Um, but I think being a musician right now, the biggest thing that I would say to, to champion a musician that was thinking about getting started would be that there has never been a better time um, to also let your talent speak for yourself. You know, even if you don't have an established fan base. And that's really what platforms, uh, you know, like Loom are ultimately trying to do to let an artist highlight their brand and all of the content they create right alongside their music, instead of hoping, you know, that an algorithm is going to get it picked up. You know, there's been so many changes to the music industry over the course of the last 10 years and streaming has largely been a benefit to that. Um, But there's another chapter that's coming really, really, really soon. It's upon us. Um, And that chapter focuses much more into putting, you know, really control of an artist's career back into the actual artist, just like we're trying to put the value of music, not back in the music, but in the value of, you know, the artists themselves. Um, So it's definitely an exciting time to be a musician, um, but you definitely have to, you know, figure out where you're going to spend your time and your resources when you're really getting going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, certainly an exciting time in the industry at large and an exciting time for your your company, it sounds like. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to come and share some of your thoughts on industry and Loom as well, Max. So thanks so much for speaking with me today. Yeah, I really appreciate it, Alex. Look forward to talking again soon. Sounds good.
You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.